0: Welcome to a very special edition of the Loving Life Podcast. Uh, There's a concert going around the country. It's called Rick Springfield's Best in Show. It features Rick Springfield, Loverboy, Greg Kinn, and Tommy Two-Tone. That's what that show is here in Phoenix. I know some of the bands rotate in different places across the country. But on this edition of the Loving Life Podcast, get to talk to Tommy Two-Tone, Greg Kinn, and Mike Reno from Loverboy, and uh, get a little uh, background of what they've been up to, uh, some things. I I think I even tried to name the band for Greg Kinn, uh, and uh, yeah, we just had some fun. So up first, uh, it is Mr. Jeopardy and uh, the breakup song. You know him as Greg Kinn. Greg. Hey, Charlie. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. How's yourself? Hey, Man, it's been uh, it's been a great beginning of the year. and uh, like I mean, we talked what? November of last year. Jeez, it seems like 20 years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> I was like looking at the calendar and I'm like, wait a minute, I just talked to Greg like in November. Yeah, you know what goes around comes
1: around and apparently I keep going around. So well, that's a good. Uh, that's a good thing, it, right? Oh, yeah. you know, I'm, first of all, as I get older, I want to play more shows. You know, back uh, 20 years ago, I was kind of trying to get out of work. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now I love the shows. I, I have a great time. I don't even mind the traveling, to tell you the truth. Really? And I really, I'm looking forward to all of these shows. And this is a unique situation because I'm on tour with Rick Springfield. Right. And he, um, everybody keeps talking I can, they keep thinking Springsteen. You're with you're with Bruce. No, no, <laughs> Springfield. It's, it's Springfield. But I'll tell you, uh, Rick Springfield's audience. This guy draws women like you would not believe. I, I, no, last time I was looking out from the stage, and I didn't
0: see I didn't see any guys. I, it was like all women. Doctor Noah Drake. Come on now.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, he's ready. He's got his. He's got his rubber gloves on. He's ready for some examination.
0: Well, I mean, hey, you see all the ladies, you see the fellas, and it's just a great crowd. You want to do your thing? Yeah. Well, I will. I I'll
1: say it's it's very pleasant. It's a wonderful crowd. They love everything. You sure. know, uh, the the show goes like this because it's kind of like you remember back in the back in the day they would have package tours where sure. you'd be like four or five bands. Right. And it, it's kind of a return to that. Uh, we we got uh, Tommy Tutone comes out. And he does a set. He's excellent. Most people know Jenny. Jenny obviously, but he's sure. got a lot of great material in his catalog. Yep. Uh, and then I come out and I'm doing you know I'm I'm hitting all the hits. Plus we're doing a couple of new songs. I'm working with Rick's band, and it's unbelievable. I mean these guys. I was told by Eddie Money, good friend of mine. Right. Eddie says, Are you going to be doing the Springfield thing? And I said, Yeah. And he goes. Well, you, I got to tell you, when you're going to play with the Rick Springfield's band, if he's going to back you up, uh, I got to warn you. These guys are killer session L A. The session, the cream of the cream of the L A. crop. Right, right. And, uh, they, and they're really good. So I'm enjoying the show. And then uh, Loverboy comes out. Of course, they do all their hits.
0: I, I've never uh, heard of them.
1: Oh, you, you got to see them. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's worth that. I'm kidding. And then I'm of course, kidding. and then uh, Rick, I'm kidding. <laughs> Rick Trigman. yeah. You were kidding because I think everyone <laughs> in the world, if you haven't seen Lover Boy, or Eddie
0: Money, maybe you're dead. I don't know. It could be. I've seen both of them several times and uh, always <laughs> a good always a good show. Yeah. And yeah. and Rick is I, like and Rick is like the hardest working guy in show business. This guy has not stopped.
1: Yeah. And you know, it, it kind of makes me feel weird because uh, like I'm the laziest guy in show biz. Well,
0: Greg, I'm, we're we're not spring chickens anymore, you know what I mean? No, we're
1: not. And you know what? Doing eighteen years of the morning show on K Fox Radio right. in San Jose. Uh-huh. I, removed me from the world of touring rock and roll. I do a couple of gigs, you know, like the Kinsert and a few you know, local gigs. Right. But I wasn't on the road and people forgot about me. They forgot, you know, they didn't link up Jeopardy and the breakup song to Greg Kinn. They thought it was, you know, the romantics or somebody like that.
0: I got it I gotta tell you a story. Um, I was uh, at the Celebrity Theater when tickets went on sale. Uh, They were going on sale at 9 in the morning, but we were out there at 6 a.m. to do a little pre-sale. So we had coffee, we had donuts, we had a nice little... you know, you could get this certain uh, seat for a uh, for a good price, so on and so forth. And this lady comes walking up to our booth, and you know, it's like, "Hey, how you doing?" It's nice and early in the morning. She's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Are you here to get uh, pick up your you know Best in Showbrook Springfield tickets?" She goes, "No," and I'm like, "Okay." She goes, "I'm here to pick up pick up my Greg Kinn tickets." Ah. I like that. I was like, I have never heard things you've never heard ever, right? Exactly.
1: Wow, like saying, "Hey, I want to pick up my uh, my cheap trick tickets." Right. You know, it's like when you're an opening band, you're an opening band. You know, I don't mind. I'll tell you, I like where I'm at in the show. Sure. A lot of pressure that's removed. It's really Rick's uh, show to do with with what he will, and uh, I'm just showing up and I play it. you know, for fun. Uh, we, you know, we, we do, we've got a great set. We've rehearsed it a bunch of times, done it live. It Uh works really good. And, uh, you know, I like, I like the hangability. You know, I, I had to come up with a name for Rick Springfield's band when they were backing me up, right? right. Like Elvis Costello and the Attractions. Right? What would you come up with? All right, I I said to those guys, "You come up with a with a name." And they came back and said, "We
0: can't come up with anything." I got it. The, I know what it is. I know what it is. What it should be the conspirators.
1: Oh, I like that. Oh, gee, well, we could, It'll probably be different every night, but right now <laughs> it's the procrastinators. And the band motto is, you know, why do today what well, you could put off till tomorrow? Yeah, okay. So, And, and then, of course, uh, the keyboard player, who is a meticulous guy, says, well, you know, I don't really, I don't feel like we're a procrastinating band tonight. You know what? We'll come up with something else. I like your uh, conspirators.
0: I like that. Greg Kin and the conspirators. Man, that is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I won't charge you much for that. No. You know, I can see if you (laughs) you should dress the guys
1: in trench coats, right? Oh, my gosh. Kind of spy-looking guy. Maybe you look a fedora. Now, right? now you're
0: now you're bringing back Private Eyes from Hall and Oates, and I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, Greg.
1: Jeez, uh, yeah, we just played uh, a couple of months ago at Daryl's house. Oh, we really? Had a great time.
0: How was that? That's that.
1: I, oh, I, I here, I'm I, telling you, it's a blast. First of all, he's got a really great club slash recording studio. Sure. And everything is you're wired for sound, so you, you just get up there and play. Right. They got they've got a five camera video shoot going all the time uh-huh. and it's all automated so you know you just show up and play don't even worry don't, I didn't even think that people were watching me I just played and right. it was a lot of
0: fun that's all for the you editors know, you
1: gotta play those the way, the way you see them right and right. The, you know, the way you see them is you just gotta have fun it's
0: like it's like a big jam session
1: oh yeah and you know what They I always thought how how spontaneous it looks on television right I know I, I, I didn't realize they were doing it to half an hour talk through right before, two minutes before, okay, we're going to do this song, and then we're going to do that song, and it's an A, so remember, we changed the B to A, okay, right? you know, and, and, you, and you like. You start off thinking, gee, these guys just make it look easy, but you know what? They figure it out first. They rehearse it. Right. So, you know, I'm more, I'm, I'm more of the Dean Martin school of uh, rehearsal. I
0: don't like to rehearse. Yeah, you're just going and do it.
1: Yeah, I like that. To me, that that's the fun part.
0: You're, this isn't your first rodeo. No, exactly. That, that's exactly right. But you know what? I'm
1: pumped about uh, this coming gig. Like, first of all. What's the celebrity theater
0: like? Oh, you've never played there.
1: No, never. Okay, unless, so... I, unless it was years ago. The, my, I remember a place that was in the round Uh huh. 20 years ago, and it had a rotating stage.
0: You're going to be in that same place? No. Yeah. Wow. It's such an amazing venue, and everybody is so close to you.
1: Yeah, you know, that's cool, because... If you're in the audience, I mean, this is something that you don't get at most venues. Right. And you really, you want that proximity. Yeah. You know, when you're almost, you can almost reach out and touch the guy. I mean, that is, you know, you know, that's that's just as bare bones as it gets, man.
2: That's
3: it.
1: And I love it. I, I tell you, that's what I love about going out playing live is the communication with the audience. I mean, you really, you make a connection and those people will forget, they, they won't forget that night for you years
0: no absolutely not and and you you hit the nail on the head you're so close to everybody everybody has a good good line of sight to you and when the stage is rotating you're going to see everybody so you're in the front row and And
1: and what a great show to see it in! Oh my gosh! You're going to see Rick Springfield. Everybody loves Rick, and he does a great show. Uh, Lover Boy. Everybody loves Loverboy. Greg Kinn, mm-hmm. perennial favorite. Duh. And of course, Tommy Two So you know, <laughs> I, to me, it's like I'm. I'm I feel like uh, the. You know, like I'm on Shindig
0: or something. Oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna love it. The uh, it's going to be a kind of a homecoming of sorts for you after 20 years of not playing in this venue. Uh, it's, wow. it's got a new paint job and probably some new seats and stuff like that inside, but for the most part, the venue is the same. They haven't torn down anything and rebuilt anything. It's very nostalgic. It's it's going to be wonderful, and uh, uh, we're looking oh, man, forward I to can't it. can't wait. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, August 21st Celebrity Theater, um, like Greg was saying, Tommy Two-Tone, uh, the Greg Kin Band. Greg Kin and the Conspirators... Uh, That's it? love, lover boy, and uh, Rick Springfield. Uh, Greg, man, thanks for taking on I wanted to ask you real quick because we were talking about this before in November. How's the new album?
1: The new album is just keeps rolling along. We we, we we're in our third pressing. Wow. And I didn't I didn't real I thought that we would sell, you know, uh, a, a handful. Sure. Around, you know, around the world. Sure. But we. Sold out the first batch. Wow. We reordered it. We sold out the second batch. And now here we just got our third reorder. So I'm feeling really good about it. The, The album has legs. Uh, it's getting airplay on, you know, on FM stations are the kinds of stations that will play that. Right. But you know what? It's a lot of loyal fans that are just, you know, haven't heard, so, you know, anything since say Jeopardy. Right. And they want to hear the new stuff. So hey. there's a lot of a lot of uh, current fans out there that are curious to see what we're doing musically, and I really think that it's it's good stuff. I mean, we're, we continue to work on uh, new songs and and Break in new material all the time,
0: right? And you know what? They come out and they buy the Greg Kinn tickets. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I was uh, I, the last gig that we were at. It was in Tuolumne, California.
0: I was going to say, where the hell is that? Where,
1: where the, it's way it's it's way <laughs> out in the middle of boonies. It's um it's by Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and it's like an it's it's a game it's a casino Black right. Oak Casino. So right. we're I'm I'm backstage and our dressing room is. Kind of close to the ladies' restroom, right? So, and there was a, you know, we were just getting ready to go on, and there was a, there was a line of, of you know, ladies that were getting ready. To, and one girl says to the other girl, "I swear to God, it was right next to me." She says, "Do you think Greg Chin is his real name?" And the other girl said, "Is who's real name?" <laughs> Oh, these are my people, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All
0: right, Greg, thanks for taking out some time. And uh, like I said, we'll uh, see you soon at the show. It's uh, Greg Kinn and the Conspirators. I love that. You
1: know what? It's stuck. It's stuck. I'm (laughs) going to have to tell them tonight.
0: That's awesome. Just make sure you tell them that this Charlie guy in Phoenix was the one who came up (laughs) with it.
1: (laughs) Right, they're gonna say, Well, this guy came up and asked me for money a
0: few minutes ago. What's that all about? <laughs> I know, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Hey,
1: hey Charlie, I've been it's been a gas talking to you. Same here, We're man. Looking forward to the show. Will you be there?
0: Yes, I will be there and I'll do my best to get backstage and we'll do a little bit more chatting. Beautiful. Hey, thanks a lot. You got it, my friend. Have a great night, and uh, we will see you soon. Beautiful. Bye-bye. There you go. Greg Kin, super nice guy, as you can tell. Excited to see him on stage. Now, coming up next, uh, you know the band, Loverboy. You remember the album with the red leather pants on it, too, right? Uh, On the phone now, it's the lead singer of Loverboy, Mr. Mike Reno. What's going on?
2: Oh, my God. Well, we're coming to Phoenix. That's what's going on.
0: <laughs> Where are you right now?
2: Uh, we've got three days off. We're in, our next show's in Vancouver, Canada, so we're here on a three-day break before we have to do our concert.
0: And Canada's home. Can't,
2: actually, Vancouver being home, so I'm actually sleeping in my own bed for a few days.
0: Get out of town.
2: I know. Sounds crazy, doesn't it?
0: They let they let you do that, huh?
2: Once in a while, once every summer, we get to we get to be close to home.
0: Well, it's got to be pretty awesome that you know here we are. You start this band in the seventies, and you're look at you. It's 2018, Mike.
2: I know. It's I, I. don't even. I can't even actually believe what's happening. I was talking to my wife last night, and she says, "You know, you've been doing this for almost 40 years with the same bunch of guys." And I said, "If it wasn't so much fun, I wouldn't do it anymore." But it's it's more fun than than you can even imagine running up on stage and playing these songs when people still appreciate it. If it wasn't for the fans, you know, I guess I'd be doing something else, but I don't really know how to do anything else. I just know how to sing rock songs.
0: Right. If Was there anything else that you were interested in when you were growing up? I mean, I, it's kind of like, you know, if they asked me to quit radio, I, I guess I could be a greeter at Walmart or something. I don't know, but... I,
2: I would have been standing there right beside you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, man, as long as people are involved, that's what it's all about and entertaining, right?
2: Well, it's... It is for us, because that's, that's kind of what we got in the people business years ago, and I'm still in it. And I I do shake my head, you know, because it's been a while, but these songs like Working for the Weekend and Turn Me Loose and The Kid Is Hot Tonight, and even like songs like Almost Paradise and Heaven In Your Eyes and This Could Be The Night, Loving Every Minute of It, people know these songs, and they're pe- they're pieces of people's DNA, it appears to be. They, they just can't get enough. They love hearing them. They love being on... Uh, in front of the stage singing along they love being in the limelight we I'd, I'd like to feature the crowd every time i go on stage and the band just plays hard and we just dig it right in and we're all sweaty and we love it
0: it's it's great when uh, you know when you go to a venue especially a venue like uh, the one you're coming to here at the celebrity theater i'm not sure if you've ever played here at celebrity theater have you done, played there before
2: I have i'm really looking forward
0: to it, though. it it is an amazing venue i've been here since 1998 the space is you know i mean we're looking at uh uh in the round the stage rotates you know all that kind of good stuff so everybody gets a good look at you and everybody's real close to the stage uh so you know imagine what you do on a nightly basis when you perform and having that audience so close to you and i, I gotta imagine that just feeding off of their their fandom is pretty super sweet.
2: Kind of like, like doing a concert in an aquarium. <laughs> Everybody it's, gets to watch you scratch your butt.
0: That's right. It's, it's, it's the fishbowl, right?
2: Oh, it's going to be fun getting the, the equipment on and off the stage. There's four acts, man. I know. Charlie, can you imagine how we're going to get all these four acts on? Well, I'll tell you, uh, the beautiful thing about uh, two of the acts is they use the same equipment.
0: Yeah, like, like Tommy was saying that he's using uh, Rick's band.
2: And he's using Rick's band, too is great, because Rick's band is top notch, and uh, at least we don't have to like move too much equipment around, but when Loverboy comes on, we have to get our stuff up there, because right. we, we kind of use, uh, you know, we use our own gear and stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, so that's going to be kind of fun watching that happen, but we'll figure it out.
0: Absolutely. Well, you, you know, you've been playing, you know, since back in the day with big artists like Cheap Trick and ZZ Top and Def Leppard, and I'm sure it's a whole laundry list, uh, but your first live gig, was it really Kiss?
2: No, you know, it's funny about this. We were actually asked to play at three in the afternoon. You got a seven thirty or eight o'clock show, uh-huh. and our manager at the time, we hadn't even done a record yet. We didn't even have a bass player at that point. It was just the four of us minus Scott, our bass player at the time. We had uh, been told that we're playing the Coliseum that night, so we actually asked a friend of ours who plays bass for April Wine. Uh, oh wow! Right from the beginning, he was the original bass player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Clench is his name. And we asked him if he'd fill in, and I remember having to walk over to him and go, Do 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 do," because he didn't know what the what the baseline was for "Turn Me Loose." He right. did, you know, he, he, plus there was like, I don't know, six, fifteen thousand people in the audience <laughs> to see Kiss, and a lot of the youngsters are on their dad's shoulders. It was a whole uncomfortable experience that I barely remember because I went into shock, I think. <laughs> um, and and then and since we've done that show, I've heard from a lot of people that warmed up Kiss, and they said if you can get through a 50-minute set, warming up Kiss, you've really done a good thing without getting kind of booed off the stage or stuff thrown at you. Because when people go to see Kiss, really that's all they want to see is Kiss. And uh, we learned that the hard way. But we got through it. I just, uh, I believe I went into shock and I barely remember it.
0: Right. Well, you know, and I think there's something to be said about that, what you just said, because artists like, you know, Cheap Trick and, And uh, I was just watching this documentary on Rush, and they opened up for them as well. And I was like, are you kidding me? Could you be a little bit more eclectic there? That's kind of crazy, but... uh,
2: That is eclectic, Ben Rush and and Kiss on the same bill. Wow.
0: So, uh, yeah, we're getting ready for a great show here. I mean, uh, Rick Springfield, Greg Kinn, Tommy Two-Tone. I've talked to Greg a couple of times, talked to Tommy. uh, And uh, it's got to be just a a night filled with hit music. It's amazing.
2: Oh, there's going to be a lot of hits on stage. I've been enjoying the show for the last uh, few months. We've been playing around... And the crowd really digs it, too. I'm I'm walking around singing, My life's in jeopardy, baby. You know? And I can't get it out of my head, so now I'm warming up my voice for the show, singing the Jeopardy song. That's or awesome. Or the breakup song, huh?
0: Oh, the breakup song. uh 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 uh
2: uh I can't get that. I'm, I'm lying in bed the night after the concert, and I'm like, uh 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, it's the same way. Cause I was in the studio here getting ready uh, for uh, for our conversation, and I, I kept singing uh, "When It's Over" in my head, and I'm like, "Oh my oh, gosh,
2: that's my favorite song."
0: I love that song.
2: Yeah, I love playing that song. I'm not. I don't think we're playing it on the night of the concert down there because they've asked us to shorten our set. We usually, we play about an hour and forty five minutes. They want us just to play just like. An hour, just under an hour. Right. So what we've done is we've pulled out all the big guns, the songs that everybody remembers.
0: Right. Hit after hit after hit. Charlie. Oh, it's going to be so good, man.
2: I know. I'm scared.
0: We're. (laughs) Well, hey, we're scared that you're scared, so don't be scared. (laughs) We're just going to have some fun. That's what it's all going to be about, right?
2: Uh, I believe so. It's going to be a ride. I can't wait.
0: Awesome. Well, Mike, thanks for taking out some time today in your uh, in your busy relaxing day. I'm jealous.
2: Uh, I know it's kind of fun to be home for a time, but but you know what? Back to work Friday.
0: That's right. Back to oh, work Friday.
2: Here's bell. Bell at five o'clock. Hey, bonk, we bonk, bonk, I know we say that all the
0: time. We're like, oh my goodness, it's back to work Monday, but you're going back to work Friday. That's a little crazy.
2: I know everybody's
0: working on the weekend. All right, I saw what you did there. <laughs> you are the man, Mike. Thank you so much for taking out the time
2: welcome. Work- Charlie, nice talking to
0: you. Same here, and we will see you soon.
2: All right, I look forward. I hope I get the chance to see you come back and have a beer with
0: us. Absolutely, I already owe Greg a beer, so uh, I got to come back and uh, deliver as well. So yeah, we'll take care of that. All right, Charlie. All right, Mike. Have a good one. Thanks, man. There you go, Mike Reno from Loverboy going to be on stage with Rick Springfield and of course Tommy Tutone and the Greg Kinman band. Loverboy is going to be awesome, and uh, because he's from Canada, he has that sound. He reminds me of uh, my uncles up in Canada. Said they all sound alike. I love it, man. I got goosebumps talking about that. It's very cool. All right. uh, So rounding out our interviews for today, uh, another gentleman who will be performing at the Rick Springfield Best in Show. It's Mr. Tommy Tutone. Hello. Hello, Charlie. Tommy, how are you?
3: I'm pretty good.
0: Very cool. Hey, we're getting excited for the show, and uh, yeah, you're back on the road with Rick.
3: Yes we've had a couple so far and it seems to be a great lineup and we're all we're all kind of cruising together and it's a lot of fun
0: now the last time that you were here we were over at the Comerica Theater this time we're going to be playing at the
3: Celebrity Theater okay so the Celebrity Theater
0: now this one the the Celebrity Theater that you're coming to do the show it's in at the round, it, right? it's in the round yeah and it's like i don't know i'm going to say
3: 13 it move or?
0: yeah oh yeah it's everybody's nice and close and it goes real slow in the
3: round <laughs> How long does it take to go around?
0: (laughs) That's a great question. Uh, I don't think it goes around too fast. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty gradual, so you... uh not
3: like the merry-go-round where you have to jump on.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun?
3: <laughs> Could catch on. Uh,
0: other than the obvious 867 song, we're going to hear some other songs, like uh, some of the older stuff, and, and you've got newer stuff too, right?
3: Yeah, I'm going to play a song called Sylvia, so I'm going to be doing that, and then I'm doing some of my original hits, Angels Say No and Cheap Date. Mm-hmm. That was on uh, the album before Jenny. So right. Jenny was in 82, and we had a couple of... Uh, least turntable hits in 1980, right? And then we um, we got a couple of surprises. So uh, I'm pretty proud of our show, and I think I'm singing pretty good. So
0: hey, glad that you're feeling well now. Eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny. It's gotta feel good that people are still into that song today.
3: Yeah, it's it's great when it's young people and old people. And if I could just figure out how to get royalties on passwords, I'd be really rich. <laughs> it's the second favorite password i think in the world
0: that's crazy no that you know what i never even thought of that so (laughs) i i I promise i won't use it and if i do i'll I'll ask no
3: feel free and (laughs) buy me a beer when you see me
0: there there you go well we're getting ready for the show uh like i said it's you're going to be in in an intimate setting here at the celebrity theater like i said everybody's like really kind of close to the stage it's in the rounds it's going to be amazing
3: well I'm allowed to come down there and have a good time, and I'm, I'm glad to hear it's a more intimate scene because I'm a storyteller. So, um, you know, I like to play for people dancing, but I like to tell a story too. So, I'm really looking forward to it now that I know all the details. You are the man.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing you and getting backstage, and I will get you that beer. All right, pal. All right, thanks, Tommy. See you. Thank you. There you go, Mr. Tommy Two-Tone himself. Hey, thanks for checking out the Loving Life podcast. A big thank you to my guests, Mr. Mike Reno from Loverboy, Mr. Greg Kinn, and, of course, Tommy Two-Tone. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast today. It's the Loving Life podcast. Remember, like it, share it, Give me some feedback. You can find it on radio.com. You can find it on iTunes and, of course, on the website at coolradio.com. Thanks for checking it out. Have a good one. See you next time. And as always, thank you for your ears. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.